Welcome, change agents. I'm so glad you're here. This is Cheryl Klein, and you're listening to the Limitless Leader Podcast. Hey there, Cheryl here. Today is a very special day. We are here with Karen Scott, the CMO of CloudSpot. I am so excited to have this conversation, Karen. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show, Cheryl. Yeah, so you've done some amazing things in the last actually few months. You know, when you came on with CloudSpot, you know, COVID had just started. You've been remarkably agile, and I am so excited to hear about some of those things. Before we jump in, a lot of times, you know, our success is kind of a springboard from interactions or people that we've had been in contact with early on you know, in our lives. So I'm wondering, you know, of course, you're still a young person, but when you were a younger person, um, who really inspired you to dream big and, you know, really end up where you are today? Yeah, I mean, that boils down to two people. Um, One is my dad, right? There's dadisms left and right. And anytime I stumbled or felt insecure or had a setback or had a moment of disillusionment or whatnot, you know, he was really always there with the words of wisdom. And especially as a woman, and, and this was decades and decades ago, he was always the one that said, women can do anything. Women can do things better than men in some cases, which was pretty transformational back then when equality for women hadn't even really gotten to where it is today, still have a, a, a place to go. And so that really inspired me to, to know in my heart that no matter what I could do, anything. Um, So that was number one. And number two, you know, from a professional standpoint, I think getting the uh, license to fail is an important lesson. And lots of people talk about it. But how do you really instill that in your own DNA and in your corporate culture DNA? So I wanted to share a story uh, of something that happened to me earlier in my career that changed the, my leadership and inspired me to bring that into the mentoring of, of earlier phase career, career people in my life as well. Uh, one of my favorite bosses, Lynn Voidovich, if you're out there, hi, Lynn, who at the time was the uh, chief marketing officer at Salesforce when I was there, and I was in her team. And she started her staff meetings asking who failed and what did you learn? And the first time I walked into the room, I thought that's a pretty odd thing for a high-powered woman, executive, top of her game at this big company to want to talk about what didn't work. I assume we'd talk about all the stuff that was working and whatnot, Um, but she was dead serious. And she even went so far as saying, you know, if you get to the end of the year and you're having your performance review and you haven't had a failure that you can actually articulate and internalize learnings from, don't be expecting a full bonus. I never had that problem because I got the license (laughs) I tried lots of things, but 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 giving you that air cover, giving me that air cover really inspired me in a way that uh, that I didn't expect at the time, because now I make it very I always tell my team, take I'll take a bullet for you. Do it. If it fails, blame Karen. Right. Because you don't get creative and you don't uh, move the ball forward no matter what you're doing, uh, unless you're willing to risk failure. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I want to take a step back when it comes to your dad, you know, thinking about the importance of male allies or the importance of people who are very um, inspirational in your life, especially during impactful times of your life. And so, and also being really proactive 
about that. I mean, he probably did it without even having a plan or thinking about it. It was just part of him being like a good dad. It was probably maybe automatic, but I like to like offer up a challenge out there for anyone that's watching is to think, you know, if you start observing people that you really believe in, you know, challenge and push them a little bit. I'm putting on my coaching hat a little bit, but I mean, you can have an impactful part and the trajectory of their life and their impact. So um, that's great that your dad did that. Um, and then also the about failing and failing forward and really committing to that. I think that's important as well because we all have different black belts, right? And we all have different passions and purposes. And I think that'll really contribute to the course correction that's needed right yep. now. And yep. so that's as women, I find at every stage and age, we're terrified of failure. And sometimes we don't want to admit it. Am I going to be a good mother? Am I going to be a good wife? Am I going to be a good sister? Am I going to be a good employee? You know, we have all these pressures and, uh, you know, we can lighten the load a bit and take some of the pressure off. Yeah, exactly. And also during this time of, you know, disruption and uncertainty and everything that's going on, um, you know, do you think it's really important for even more important for people to, especially women or those who are further marginalized within our gender, really to speak up even more, to make themselves kind of a linchpin, you know, indispensable. And um, so do you think there's even a, also, not just more important, but do you think there's a tremendous opportunity for that right now? Yeah, I'm glad you used that word because I was going to answer starting with that word, actually, Cheryl. I, I, I do think there's a massive opportunity if people want to take the step and lean in. And here's why. Most people now are all of a sudden working remote, right? Some people have worked remote or partial remote, but now we're all remote. I'm remote too, right? I was always a four or five day in the office kind of person. Um, and it's easy to be invisible. It's easy to be invisible to your peers, to your managers, to your customers, to your colleagues. You have to, I think, triple lean in and take that opportunity to step up, to be heard, to pick up the phone, to spin up a Zoom, to interact more because it's very easy to be invisible unless you do that leaning in, right? And you would be surprised at the reception, right? Even, even a, a simple, hey, how's your day going? Even a simple to a customer, hey, how did that thing turn out that you were working on? Did you close that deal? Hey, I saw this article and thought of you. Those little moments when people are sitting at home physically disconnected from the energy that they get from being around customers and partners and colleagues and whatnot, um, we have to bring back. And I think one way you can bring that energy back into your own life is by taking that opportunity and leaning in and picking up the phone and engaging. Because sadly, people aren't going to reach out to do that to you because they're all stuck in their own home world too. Right. And uh, you'd be take, take a chance. Try it. You'll, you'll be surprised. Yeah. And what about for those people that are a little bit worried about, you know, oh, my managers or leaders, you know, they're already on so many meetings and everyone's already so busy. So I don't really want to do that. I mean, what would you say to them who might be holding back a little bit? Yeah, I mean, back to our concept about, you know, nothing to fear uh, other than, you know, don't fear failure. Right. Because you can't succeed. What's the worst that will happen? If you slack somebody and you think they're way too busy for you, you might be pleasantly surprised at their response. Sure, if they're sitting in a board meeting Zoom or something like that, that's one thing. But uh, but you know, being visible is better than being invisible. And I think nothing ventured, nothing gained. And you know, as they say, I mean, no one ever got fired for reaching out to say hi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I couldn't agree more. And so let's just take a step 
and talk about CloudSpot and how, I mean, this was a new product. I mean, when you came in, it doesn't seem like you wasted too much time adjusting to the times and making a 90 degree shift, not just to make sure you had a successful and profitable product, but I really think the most success comes from when people truly care and come from a place of service. So when you came in, that's what you did. And can you share a little bit about what you did and the product and also maybe give some insight for other folks that are, you know, coming up on launching a product or service during this unusual time that we're in? Sure. Uh, glad to do that. So thank you for the the opportunity to talk a bit about CloudSpot. You know, we were incredibly lucky, right, in that not only did we have a fabulous product market fit, which I'll talk about in a minute, but we had an instant moment where the demand was there and maybe even not yet known. And what I mean by that, I'll answer it by definition of, of what CloudSpot is. You know, we are a SaaS platform that basically is a situational awareness product. So what does that mean? It means anything that's in a perimeter space, a school, an office, a city park, an airport, anything that's in a perimeter that can be geofenced and have Wi-Fi going on, sending analytics out, this platform ingests any kind of data, cameras, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, whatever else, machine learning and AI, the secret sauce that goes on in the box, and outputs actions. So what do I mean by that? For example, part of what we are offering now is a CloudSpot Quick Start, which is an in-a-box solution that will let any organization basically open up tomorrow and give mm -hmm. their employees and, and customers and visitors a sense of security around the premises because that's really important. But can I stop you? I'm going to interrupt you for one second because I want you to really shine a light on the shift that you made because if you can talk about typically what it was used for pre-COVID and yep. then how you guys were agile and kind of made a 90 degree turn to best serve people and what they need now. Yeah, sure. So with this platform, you know, company was founded in 2016. We were not purpose built for mass detection and, you know, uh, social distancing, obviously, because COVID wasn't around, thankfully. Um, we were purpose built for things like footfall analytics at stadiums, understanding where traffic patterns were in theme parks so that people could cross sell opportunities. You're in Disney, go to California Adventure. Here's a coupon. The line over here is dense. There's a discount on lipstick you know, whatever those things happen to be from a business standpoint. Um, but when COVID hit, we had a fabulous opportunity to hard pivot and position our service, our product, our platform in a way that would help businesses today, right now, who are blindsided, right? And that blindsiding was around health and safety. We had to shut down, businesses had to close, restaurants had to close, schools had to close. How could we provide a service that actually can help them monitor the metrics that matter for opening, like PPE detection, like social distancing, like temperature scanning and all of those things. So that was the hard pivot we did when I first started to, um, you know, as it is with everything in marketing, it's it's place and opportunity. So we were, we were there at the right time. Spot on opportunity, as we say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and let me ask you that since we need to talk about uh, mindset, of course, because that's the, you know, the hat that, I wear it's the same thing and uh, you'll have to forgive the, um, what do you call it, the comparisons to athletics because it's my 20 year background in working with world-class athletes and also business people. I see that there's kind of a common thread and it's the same thing with 
athletes that are training a certain way, when they see an opportunity to train kind of a different way and pivot, they do the same thing. And so how do you think that has helped people in different areas? Like some people might be saying, well, I don't have, I'm not senior enough. I don't have the ability to shift gears. So what can I do in my role if I'm two, three, four, five, ten 10 years in, or if I'm not in a position to like shift the trajectory of entire company, how is what you're saying helpful, you know, to help others in their situations? Yeah. I mean, I would say to people who have that mindset that you're your own blocker, you're being your own worst enemy. Where is it written that somebody who's a year into an organization can't come up with an idea and bring it forward? And by the way, what leader, what CEO or C-suite executive would not give 15 minutes to somebody who wants to come in the front door, especially another generation who was born with a different set of experiences, right? And a different set of expectations and come with new viewpoints and listen to a well thought out idea, you know, not pie in the sky, but hey, here's the data. Here's the hypothesis. I'd like to go try this, right? I think I think people need to dig deep down and think through what am I afraid of? Rejection? Criticism? Okay, fine. We only get stronger from those things, right? Number one. And number two is what, what's helped me quite a bit is if your organization is such that you really can't find a way to do that, then find a mentor. Find somebody who is a peer to one of those people that you want to get in front of and bring them in as the ally, right? You talk about male allies. It could be a male. It could be a female. It could be anyone, somebody who has a relationship or can get you that five minutes with that person. And, and worst case scenario, arm that person with the ability to pitch the idea for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So important. And so if you were to talk about the mindset that helped you get to where you are today, um, what would that be in terms of, you know, having a courageous mindset, a growth mindset, um, what would you say has gotten you up to this point as far as not just not your e experience, but just the way you think? Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. I think one is this lesson I learned early on, both from my dad and, in, and, and with Lynn and others is, you know, nothing to fear, but fear itself, right? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I mean, that may sound trite, but it's actually quite true. Taking a calculated risk, right? Understanding that What's the worst that'll happen? I'm not going to die. I'm not going to get fired for coming forward with an idea. So that's sort of one, you know, but another one is, you know, innovation can come from anywhere, right? And, and why not from within you? Why not look internally, see what's going on in your business and maybe see a different angle, right? So that sort of inspiration has always gotten me forward. You know, I, I think that's helped me quite a bit. And, you know, the last thing really too is back to what we talked about earlier, stabilizing your core, feeling grounded with who you are as a person, right? And feeling secure in who you are and what you know about that business and that opportunity. Not that you have to be the expert, not that you have to know everything, but having a point of view and standing behind that point of view, right? And guess what? You're going to be wrong a bunch of times, but guess what? You're going to be right a bunch of times too. Yeah. And if you move forward that way, you're a lot less likely to have regrets. Like, oh, I should have said something or. Oh, that's the, that is the worst feeling in the world. <laughs> You should never do that. Never go to bed thinking I would have, could have, should have. That's the worst, worst feeling there is. Yeah. And so the good news is, is that there's ways that you don't have to do that. It may require some, a next level of awareness and courage, which I'm glad to share. There's plenty of stuff about that. 
um, right. that I can share, but that is just so important. Now, now when it comes to the product that you were talking about, um, and we earlier we were talking about how CloudSpot pivoted and uh, shifted, but can you talk a little bit, something that really intrigued me about the product is that especially from someone who's not techie, um, is that it sounds like it's remarkably simple to use. And not just that, it seems like it's gonna be vital when it comes to our schools and our businesses. So can you speak a little bit to its importance and simplicity as well as the passion that you and your team have behind it? Yeah, thanks for the question. That's a good one. Um, you know, from a technology standpoint, we call ourselves, I call ourselves, I call the company, the Switzerland of technology. Okay, so why do I call it that? Because we play well with everyone, anything in, anything out. This product rides on the edge of any network. So whether you're running Cisco, Aruba, Ruckus, you, whatever it is, we work with that. And we write to common APIs for Salesforce, Tableau, Zoom, whatever business applications you're using. So it's very easy to plug and play that into your infrastructure. That said, there does need to be an IT director person who's responsible for that infrastructure to put this in there. But it's not, uh, it's not, you don't have to customize to every single blade and switch and router and thing that's in your infrastructure and unique hookups to every product that you have, right? That's the simplicity of it. That's the beauty of it. It was purpose built to be cloud agnostic and application friendly, so to speak. And then what are the consequences of schools and businesses saying, oh, we're, you know, we're closed. We don't know exactly when we're going to open. We have projected times when we're supposed to open, but who knows if that'll really happen because we keep pushing them out and out and out. What happens if people, you know, what are the consequences if they don't take action and get this into place right now? You know, I, I, and this is my personal opinion. This isn't sort of the company opinion. I think we're headed for another great depression. I think we're headed for a lot of mental and emotional problems. I think we're looking at, you know, food insecurities and homeless rates and jobless rates that we have never seen before in our lives. And the reason is we have to get our children back in schools so that parents can go back to work so that they can be contributing to the economy and buying the goods and services that not only sustain their families, but sustain other businesses. It's a whole ripple effect food chain. So while I understood the need to stay home and shelter in place till we understood what's going on, getting people back in a safe, thoughtful manner where there's social distancing, where there's contact tracing, where there's all of the precautions that we know are critical until such time that a vaccine is here and we can sort of rethink how that works. Um, it's dire. It's actually quite dire, right? We see the numbers every single day, the numbers of unemployed, the numbers of people in food lines and whatnot. And so I think the consequences are, are far bigger than, uh, than just the individual business. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks so much for bringing that up. And that's kind of the inconvenient, you know, truth. And so it's so important. And then we have a comment come in and it came in, it's coming in from Joey Selden, who is an expert on emotional intelligence. So she is, <clears throat> excuse me, backing you up when you said fear, the only fear is fear itself. It's a story that mm -hmm. we're telling ourselves. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, we were talking before the broadcast about the importance of speaking up and being heard and 
how you don't want to have regrets. And at the end of the day, it's not only about us, you know, it's about others and who we serve and also the thinking through the consequences if we don't speak up. So you have some definite backing from some people, others that are expert in this um, psychology behind all of this. And so if anyone has any questions in the next few minutes while we're on with Karen, go ahead and drop them in. Um, and then I wanted to wrap it up by, you know, asking you what is, you know, a takeaway if you were going to, let me phrase it in a different way. If you were going to give one piece of advice possibly to the, your 20 something year old self, what would be the one thing that you would tell her that might be able to help others get through this interesting time that we're in? Focus on you. Mm -hmm. You are the only one responsible for you at the end of the day, ultimately, right? There's inputs, there's family, there's peers, there's friends, there's partners, there all, there's all of that. But only you can shore up the real you, right? And I wish when I was a 20-something, somebody had taught me that lesson, that chasing this idea of perfection is all, all that happens is you get exhausted, right? Perfection lies within. And we have to be secure with who we are, open to feedback, because I do believe feedback is a gift as long as it's not pre presented as sort of a harsh, incriminating, you know, uh, attacking way. So those of you that are managers and do performance reviews, please be very thoughtful in your feedback to people to be encouraging. Um, but know that you're amazing because everybody's amazing. Everybody has something about them that is truly amazing and try to find that thing that's amazing about you and use it as your source of energy. Yeah, so, so well said. So thank you so much, Karen. It's been an amazing few minutes. I love all of these win uh, gems of wisdom that you've shared. If you want to know more about the bundle that Karen was talking about, you can go to cloudspot.com. It's scrolling along the bottom there. Uh, because this is even not just a current need, but it sounds like you're actually one step ahead offering something that will help people in the very near future that if they get it aligned now, not only can it help them, but I think about the ripple effect if everyone can have this to ensure when we do open, that we stay open, that we continue to open and that um, businesses and schools can get back on track to um, doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So thanks so much, Karen. I appreciate your time. I look forward to following all of your, um, coming up your success with CloudSpot and I appreciate your time today. Yes, thanks for the opportunity. Everybody be safe and wear your mask. I'm gonna wear my mask so <laughs> we can make sure we're safe and have a safe holiday, everybody. So thanks again, Cheryl. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks.